Hey, my name is Will Sporty Garner. I'm a part of a growing group of real estate investors and entrepreneurs who you probably have never heard of. We don't approach real estate in the traditional way, and we don't rely on cash from trust funds, golden parachutes, or rich uncles to get us started. In fact, our motivation is from our initial lack thereof. We have created our own access to innovative funding models, utilizing and acquired knowledge that have helped us hack our way into the real estate game. And these things that we know can change people's lives. Because we are fighting against the big brands, people with literally unlimited budgets, we have to do things differently. We have to do things smarter. We don't have financial safety nets. Every deal we do helps us grow stronger together. We have to be profitable from day number one. So how do we do that? How is it even possible? If you go to the average business school or ask the MBAs, they don't look at things the way we do. We've turned finding off-market deals into an art and science, doing what we call house flipping in the tech age. We are part of a community called Flip. Hello, hello, how are you doing? How's everybody doing? My name is Will Garner and you are here with Money Talk and today we've got a whole creative um, dream big people who big dream big make stuff happen creative people and we got somebody who's an entrepreneur himself here at the building uh, my friend entrepreneur Kip Edwards we've also got Shauna King and Nick Garner and it's going to be a great episode we got a lot of cool things we're going to talk about today um, first I'd like everybody to introduce themselves and tell a little bit about who you guys are and what you uh, what makes you you absolutely I'm first right Yes, sir. All right, I'm um, Kip Elwes with Patriot Title. I'm a franchise owner of the Pearland Branch and East Downtown Branch. I'm also opening up a Dallas location. Um, so I've been in the real estate industry about 20 plus years now. Um, actually, I started off with Will at KB Home. He was my construction superintendent, and I was selling new homes. And then after that, went into the commercial real estate world um, with the CoStar Group, Apartments.com, LoopNet. And then one of uh, my clients were Patriot Title, who brought me into the title industry. Nice. And um, I had the relationship with a whole bunch of realtors and people who are doing real estate transactions already. So the next thing was do is to do the title. So title kind of puts everything together. Absolutely. Um, and work throughout the process with all the vendors, all the agents, everybody's involved in the real estate transaction. So I have years of experience in new home sales, commercial, retail, just a plethora of real estate um, platforms and um, starting my own locations was awesome and expanding and growing um, and doing all kind of sorts of things in this real estate industry. Luckily, uh, Will was one of my mentors um, when we parted ways at KB Home. He started doing buildings, um, construction, um, so kind of talk a little bit more as fast as I real estate game. So actually, I learned a lot from Will um, as far as being an entrepreneur because ever since I've been knowing Will since he was like 16 years old, I think I was probably like 18 or 19. Yeah. Um, I never saw Will have a real, real job. It was more, hey, I got this business. I got this other business. I got another business. <laughs> um, so he was my mentor as well. Entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. So even though um, I saved my little brother, he's actually taught me a lot more things. Um, 
being expected and I, I value that. our relationship as well. Appreciate so, that. I'm appreciate that. Appreciate that. There you go. He brought me in. He brought me in. You ever know what I'm saying? Remember Kings of Comedy with uh, what's that? Steve Martin said when they bring you in, bring you in. He brought me in right there. Appreciate it. And we also have Sean King, Sean. Go ahead and tell us about yourself. For sure, but uh, I think mainly I'm geared towards the real estate industry now. Uh, we own a been in sales and marketing for the past two decades, so I know my way around a marketing department for sure. Uh, but we uh, we had a couple of tax locations, expanded to insurance, and then naturally progressed to real estate, and it's just been on fire ever since. So uh, I love collaborating with smart individual entrepreneur type peeps. And uh, I definitely wish I would have met you when I was 16. People always joke because they're like, what's the next shit you're going to sell? I'm like, you know, I'll let you know. <laughs> you're in my database, so I'll let you know it's there. So I just chase the money. So, you know, that's about Got it. You. Absolutely. No problem. No problem. Hey, everyone, I'm Nick. Uh, as you know, Will is my brother. Uh, so we're better known as the Property Brothers. We, uh, we've been in real estate. I know I've had my real estate license since I graduated college in 06. Um, done a few different things in real estate, from real estate sales to uh, managing uh, some of our new construction builds out of Lake Conroe, uh, some of our townhome projects, and um, also we're several different hats, you know, um, insurance broker, also investor, uh, give me the address.com. So if you do need to, to sell a property that you no longer want, visit the site, give me the address.com and I would love to help you out. Uh, we've also recently launched one of our main, main platforms, as you see on the hat here called flip. So we are highly, highly, um, excited about this new platform and want you to utilize it. Uh, to the best of your ability. So uh, let's go ahead and dive Don't in. Right now. Yeah. And one more shameless plug before, before we get started because we got to pay the bills over here. And that's what it's all about. Anybody who is thinking about getting their dream started in uh, real estate, if you're looking to become an agent, if you want to um, you know, join a winning team, we've got a great thing going on with EXP Realty. Um, you know, we, we locked arms with Shauna, myself, and my brother, and we're going doing some really, really cool things together. And we've got some realtor events that are coming up, so stay posted if you'd like to sit down and learn how you can get started in real estate to become an agent, or if you're interested in learning how to flip homes, we've got a totally separate platform that Nick was talking about with Flip, where we can actually help coach you step-by-step -step on your investment uh, deals and and that's where we are. At, at the end of the day, when I, I started real estate over time, and as we progressed, I started to see that the opportunity was just not something that I, I could do. We um, People have different dreams and goals in life, and so uh, if I could help someone achieve some of those goals and, and make business partners out of the relationships that we form with through real estate, and I'm all for it, especially if you want to, you know, lock arms and learn. Uh, we've got a ton of resources, as you see, and we'd love to uh, get you going. So now we got that out the way. Um, I, I, we're here today to talk 
um, first about about title insurance and um, Kip is the owner of a title company here in the Houston area um, and we want to enlighten some of our viewers as far as how important the title process is and, and what's you guys process as far as how you provide top-notch customer service for, for your clients. Absolutely. But let me get started on the process. Um, as you know, after you speak with your real estate agent, y'all send me over a contract mm -hmm. and we start inputting and doing all the examination behind the scenes. So we look at the contract that you provided from your client. Um, we look at the address, the legal, make sure everything's correct. And then we have examiners and researchers looking at that property as far as the ownership standpoint. Because mm -hmm. even though um, you might send up a contract and it has a seller on it, it might not be that actual seller. Gotcha. So we do a lot of research and a lot of examination. People think they come to the title company um, just to sign paperwork, but it's actually a lot of stuff we do before that actual paperwork, um, before you actually come in and sign that paperwork. Yeah. So it takes us about, let's say, anywhere from 7 to 14 days to actually do that initial research. So we'll look at the legal description. We'll look at who is the actual owner of the property. Uh, we put a lot of, uh, uh, we put a lot of records from the county, gotcha. um, the county uh, record department and verify that information. So the process really starts after y'all send us the contract. We'll start doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes and some of that stuff is making sure that the property doesn't have any judgments, doesn't own any taxes. Uh, we also look at any payoff inf information. We see if there's any memorandums or anything that could blemish or clog the title of ownership. Gotcha. So, as far as being the buyer, that's where the title insurance comes into play. So, we guarantee that after all this research is done, that there is no clause or blemishes or encumbrance on that particular property. That way, you're getting the property free and clear, and it won't be any issues when you go to resell it, because we're going to take all that, that risk and um, mitigate that risk from you and take that responsibility. Coming so, absolutely. So, that's the insurance that we provide. So, people say, hey, why we, should we go use a title company? Actually, the, the, the amount that you're paying, I know, right? <laughs> right? The amount that you're paying for a title insurance is very minimal. Um, compared to the price that you're going to pay for this particular transaction. Uh, I've had this asked me before. What's the, I guess, main benefit of using a title company versus like the, just a real estate attorney? Absolutely. Um, actually, uh, I say both are very similar because we have real estate attorneys on staff as well. Okay. Um, but legally, we want to provide um, the correct way to transfer that property. So a real estate attorney can transfer their property, but they cannot provide the insurance. Yes, so say something does happen and something comes up later after you go to reseller, you might be like, oh, they forgot to pay this lien. They forgot to pay these taxes. Oh, this property, not even this person who's selling the property is not really the owner of the property. Um, so luckily, going through a title company, we're going to provide you insurance saying that, give you a peace of mind saying that if something does happen, we're going to pay for it. There's been plenty of times that we have to pay Fifteen, twenty thousand mm dollars -hmm. after we already mm -hmm. closed, even though we did everything correctly. So some stuff happens. Gotcha. Um, it's been plenty of times we have to buy a whole house back. Really? Um, it's been times that our examiner commits something. I want to keep it completely one hundred with y'all. Yeah. Um, even though we can do everything correctly. Just sometimes things happen, things yeah. pop up. So, so, so pretty much title insurance is just another way to protect your asset, kind of like home insurance. Absolutely. So yep. 
Gotcha. But it's for the long term. As long as you're on the property, it's not like you have to pay me over and over and over and over yeah. again. You just so pay that initial one time. Yeah. If you keep the property for 50, 60 years, it's still on there. So Okay, so there's no expiration date. There's no expiration date. I like that. On the title insurance. Okay. Okay. On the title insurance. Okay, that's correct. my next question. I got yeah. a question, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so shortages, um, the shortages is an additional kind of like a addendum, I guess you can add, for all encompassing title issues, right? So explain to me why... I always make my clients either we're gonna they're gonna seller's gonna pay for it or we're gonna pay for it. I always make them pay for it. So what is the benefit in getting that additional insurance? Uh, getting that additional insurance is, I mean, actually, the title company should provide you or at least educate you on why you should have every particular endorsement um, along with your policy. Um, it's been plenty of times uh, when you say shortages, it's probably more like the taxes, right? Say we put everything on the taxes, it's prorated, everything looks good, and then all of a sudden another bill coming next year saying like, hey, y'all still hold all DISD? My branch is like the check. Like, I will like the check because I'd rather pay the 400, right? Because right. um, it's all about the relationship that we have with you. Like, even though this one deal is coming, I need to make sure that everybody has to write because that one deal, you might have another agent that you're working with. And for me, it's re- retaining that business. It's all about the customer service. Absolutely. Every time the company charges the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Department of Insurance regulates the price of a policy. So whether you go to me, Stuart Title, whatever title company, we're all the same price. Um, the only thing that's going to set us apart is the customer service. It's the relationship that we have with y'all um, and the experience that you're going through throughout the process. Um, so I've been making some changes internally to my team to make sure we are exceptionally well with customer service. Um, so I'm taking a lot of bit, a, a lot of the responsibility um, actively going out there and making sure that that happened. Um, also, I want to make sure the client's happy. I want them to not have shortages, not have claims, nothing pops up. So we're doing a little extra research now to make sure that that doesn't happen in the long run. Um, because what sucks is buying a property and then you go to resell it and for some reason you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have a client right now that has a break-in chain of title and it's, I mean, I'm trying, but it's hell. Yep, and that's when, um, I mean, I have five claims on ourselves. Like, we might go back and audit some of our files. Like, hey, we missed this. Why did you miss this? I go back to my escrow office. Like, I know you're responsible for this. Did you have a bad day? But let's make it correct. Like, I'd rather be proactive and catch those changes before something does happen later on. Um, Because as we know, in Houston, it's all about making money in real estate, right? So especially if it's an investment deal, because about 30% of my um, business mix is with investors. Mm -hmm. So I know that they only buy this property to fix it up to resell it, right? Um, So I need to be mindful that hey we need to make sure everything is correct make sure it gets because which means another another deal for me as well so let me ask you this though so okay the title insurance is going to follow the property but only for those that particular owner so if they go to the next one they'd also have to get their own title insurance policy correct they also have another okay. policy right um, because we're going to do the whole research over again right um, because anything might happen in that time so between, pop up. Yeah. right? I said, and you know, we work with investors, so that means if they invest in this property, they actually probably have to get some trades or constructions. They can have mechanical leads. Absolutely. Like, say they get a new roof put on it, but they didn't pay the roof for it. And this pool fix, they didn't pay the roof, they didn't pay the painter, they didn't pay the plumber. Right. Um, so, it's, like I said, it's a lot of facets that's going into this. Um, so, anything can happen. Where are y'all pulling those searches from? Just public records? Or? County records. Uh-huh. So, we work with the county on every deal. So, we have a database, even though you think, like, hey, where you find the owner from? Actually, we go back from ever since the property was owned. So, um, it could be 40, 50 documents that we pull in um, and put into our 
um, database wow. and, and into our file to look and see who's the actual owner. So we'll look from ever since the property existed all the way up to the current owner now. So let me ask you, um, let's say that, you know, an owner owned a piece of property, sold it, you know, that deal is said and done. Now it's a year later, it's still in the same property owner, original property owner's name. Which can happen. What you think is the reason? I know exactly the reason. Mm -hmm. Because either if they went through a title company, mm -hmm. the title company didn't record it with the county. Um, they didn't record the deed to letting the county know, like, hey, this property's been transferred. So what's the what's the recourse? Does the, so does the original owner still technically own that property? They technically own it because it's not recorded. So I would go back to the title company who did that transaction check. and ask them why it wasn't recorded. Right, because everything's probably still in the first name. Taxes, everything, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they can go back and record it. I mean, they can wait. Okay. Technically, after they sign that document, it needs to be recorded within 72 hours, within three days. So the, the funny thing about, I'm glad you brought that point up. I had a client, um, actually is a tax client a few years back. They um, owner financed the property. And it's actually, I've seen happen with a few tax clients. They own, they say, hey, I own this property, own finance it. And throughout, they agreed, came to terms with whoever the owner of the property was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they paid these people like monthly on a regular for like 10 years. And when it, when it came time to when they were, they wanted to do some improvements to the property and they were in my office we were talking about it and then so I started looking up tax records I was like hey it don't even show you guys on title for this property and they was like no 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 we own it <laughs> we gave them X amount of money down and we've been paying you know so much per month for like the last 10 years and I'm like oh I, I don't think so so I you know I think I, I probably actually may have reached out to you for something and, and come to find out no they weren't the owner of the property and then not only that the person that they had been paying was a property manager mm -hmm. and he was managing the property for somebody else who really owned the property and the person who owned the property didn't even know that they were it, it was a messed up situation <laughs> so <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this up is like so if you're if you're owner financing a property People will want to know, should they come to you as a title company to do their closing the same way? Absolutely. So one of the services that we provide is actually drafting a whole bunch of documents with these attorneys mm -hmm. um, that we use internally. So they actually can draft up the whole document of an owner finance transaction, just like with a lender. So even though you're on the financing it, the lender, you, the owner is the lender. You talking about the so it's the same right? You need to have a note, deed of trust, mm -hmm. right? And all this still needs to be recorded like we do for any other transaction. Mm -hmm. So I know you talked about the original owner was still the owner of the property. Yeah, technically they are because nothing was recorded, right? Still property. Um, even though you're making payments and everything, right. you still need to file a deed of. You need to record a deed of trust with the county because the county are like, hey, I am buying this property, so here's the deed of trust. And everything needs to be put in my name. So really, both of y'all names should be recorded on this deed of trust um, that you need to file. Absolutely. So it can happen. I mean, I've yeah. seen all sorts of things. Seen all sorts of I've seen, seen a sticky note saying that I sold this property, <laughs> and this is my property now. And I'm like, hey, you can't record this. I need, some, I need a notary this time. Just give me a sticky note. 
Um, so it's been all kinds of stuff. Like I seen, um, I seen an elderly person had like a a nurse taking care of them. The elderly person passed away, and the nurse is like, hey, I'm just, I might as well stay here. This person passed away. Nobody know that they passed away, mm-hmm. right? The nurse was taking care of all of them, so they was in the house for 10, 15 years. Married kids, everybody grew up in this house. The nurses' kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nurse said, I mean, I pretty much own the property now, so I'm gonna go sell it. So when they somebody they fixed it up, everything rehabbed it, had a buyer for it. And once we did our examination research, it was like, hey, you're not going to own this property, even though you've been living here 15 years, paying the taxes, warding your name, bills in your name. But wow. 15 years, wouldn't they? Couldn't wouldn't they, they be a qualified for squat? Like adverse, yeah. well, exactly. No, not really. I mean, they have to file some stuff. Even for adverse action, you still need to file something with the county. You can be like, hey, I just came and found this property. It's no record. But she's been living there. People have been seeing them come in and out, and that's absolutely. But even then, we actually do. Um, we actually tell our clients, man, you might want to have a higher problem investigator. Go talk to the neighbors and see what's going on. And well, I guess, man, because she's because she, home, it wasn't it wasn't abandoned per se. It wasn't abandoned, and she was still paying the bills yeah. like she was the previous owner. So as far as the county, they probably was like, hey, she's still paying the taxes. Yeah, probably she's probably still paying the. But everything I think legally there is a process for everything. So I always tell everybody, hey, if you don't know the process, you might want to consult with an attorney. Yeah. That's a real estate attorney, especially if you're doing something um, something of that value and you know it's kind of sketchy already. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely talk to a real estate professional. Even coming to y'all, right? Y'all real estate professionals, certainly. Y'all know what direction to give them. Um, I say if you can talk to as many people as possible, y'all talk to y'all, should talk to y'all, tie the company, mm-hmm. representing a lot of time. Like, hey, kid, like, we'll run stuff by me all the time. Hey, what you think about this? What's really going on? If I don't know the answer, I'd be like, man, I don't know if that don't sound right to me. Yeah. It's something we don't see normally. And I trust me, I've been over. I've been involved in over 20,000 transactions throughout my um, career. I know we can't be closing like 100 homes per yeah. month. So mm-hmm. now I'm at the title coming weeks in, every closing, everything. But new stuff pop up all the time. New situations pop up. There's new issues. There's real estate transactions. Everything is very unique and different. Learn some real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all stuff. But you see all kinds of stuff. I've seen everything. I've seen people... Inherit property, right? Mm-hmm. No names to transfer, and it's in a great, great, great grandma name. Now it's like thirty years mm-hmm. with kids. A couple people passed away, so we well, got the gates. The gates out. Absolutely. So I mean, we see it all. Like I've been at the closing tables, like fifty family members in my office. Everybody taking turns signing the same paperwork. Mm-hmm. People fighting them with fifteen, twenty dollars. Like, hey, I need to get twenty five. Right, I want twenty five dollars more. I'm like, no, I'm selling property for a thousand dollars. And I know that. Like, <laughs> 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 I know there's some people out there who want to know, uh, like, the probate process. Like, how does that work, especially if you're out of town? You know, let's say you're closing here in Houston. Uh, family member lives in California or whatever. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we do a lot of mobile closings. Um, okay. At my particular breaks, we'll do complimentary mobile closings in the Houston area. Um, also, we can do out-of-state closings, what we call one of our uh, preferred notaries. Okay. Um, and they'll send somebody out. But now, um, luckily... In Texas, we just got approved for 
I guess ever since COVID went on, we can do yeah, run, which is like remote um, online notaries, right? Okay. So they have to use a certain particular software like Lexus Nexus, where they ask a few questions like, "Hey, what was your first car? Where did you live?" Mm-hmm. Certain yeah. things, yeah. and they have to show the ID back and front. Right. Um, so once they finish that verification process, we can actually do a remote closing. Cool. I yeah. have a notary. A notary is going to do it, kind of like we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the list, a lot of lenders. I'm about to say they require that. that they still want the red yes. signatures. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a cash deal, investment deals, we can do it all day. So um, but lenders still going to want some wet signatures and stuff. They want um, them to come to the title company as well. So it's some stipulations of all, but I think we are moving in the direction that we can do a lot of stuff remotely and virtually. So it's going to be a lot of new services out here coming up um, in 2021, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so, like, heard you guys one. are going to start being responsible for option money too coming up. That's legislation that's coming down the path. Uh, I don't know about that. We're not going to be talking about that. Yeah, someone doesn't know what option money is. To uh, explain to them what option money is. Money for time. It's basically uh, you're giving the seller a certain amount of money. I mean, it's not set in stone, but it's twenty twenty five dollars a day, thirty if it's higher in property. And you basically locked into a contract with that seller and that buyer, and it's unilateral. So the only person that can back out is the buyer. And there's a lot of lazy agents out there right now that have great relationships with title people, and they're just like. Yeah, here, take it off. But I mean, I don't. I would never encourage my agents to do that because it's not what the contract states. So, yeah. but there's legislation coming that says that we may start doing that. And honestly, I mean, we have done it quite a bit in the past. <laughs> I would never. But do it's that. a lot of responsibility that we're taking, right? What's yeah. happening to this Anything. check that we just hold? That's somebody's bank account um, information. Absolutely, I'd rather them wire money. Like I don't really want to touch any checks. I'd rather. Yeah, we're doing you know, everything electronically. Yeah. Right, right, because it's easy to wire stuff from your phone now. Um, so I recommend that they wire option money, wire. Mm-hmm. Earnest money, everything. Why? Because that people, 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 you think you're doing them a favor, but in reality, it's a liability. It's not, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right. So. Um, or just mail it directly to them. I mean, like you said, it's only what twenty five dollars a day. Normally, it's what five or seven day option money, yep. so mm-hmm. two hundred to three hundred dollars. Um, I would overnight them a check for the exit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would drive over there uh, and put it in there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> 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 absolutely, absolutely. That's like one of the most important clauses in the contract, is, you know, with because it's a time sensitive thing from the execution of that contract. You know, a lot of agents don't realize that they may get earnest, you know, earnest option money and waste a few days to get it over to a title company. Well, the clock is ticking. Exactly. You know, yeah. so time is of the essence. It's uh, it's an important aspect of the contract, big time. Now, Kip, I know you you kind of left off on. Um, the, the, the real estate, you know, title company getting more virtual, digital. What other things do you think real estate industry-wise could be led digitally, you know? I mean, um, I Actually, I know, like, as far as the title company aspect, I've been talking to a lot of people lately. Um, I think we are going to do a lot of stuff on our phones, so we're creating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think communication is the key throughout this process, right? Mm-hmm. From everybody that's involved, which is like a lot of moving parts to a transaction. Um, I think if everybody knows the status or updates on what's going on, then it make this transaction easier. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of deals fall fall off because of communication. Like, hey, we forgot we forgot to send this, or the title company didn't send us this. So I feel like if everybody's on the same page, um, it makes the transaction go a little bit smoother. So actually, I've been talking to a lot of people about updating everything um, on the phone. So now, like, 
say you order something from Domino's Pizza, you can see track of your status, mm-hmm. open order, they making my pizza, they on their way, it's yeah. delivered. So it's the same thing that um, we are um, integrating in our system as well. Hey, the, the order is open. The appraisers ordered. A surveyor came out. Um, everybody got the, op- the option money is d- mm-hmm. done now. Uh, earnest money is in. Yeah. Um, getting ready for closing. We're gonna schedule closing. This is time you schedule. We schedule. From everything from A to Z. Amazon. Closing. We record the document. Even after it's closed, we still need to communicate. Like, hey, the document's recorded. It should be in your name now. I like you need that. To go get mm-hmm. your taxes done. Um, so going forward, like man, for 2021, I, I just want to be on the cutting edge. Like I say, all title companies are pretty much the same as for. It's pricing, it's the experience you have to set and the communication. Apps, so, so that's what for us. Oh, not <laughs> really by the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> at, at some point, like looking into the future, I, you know, I would, I would think that a lot of local government uh, entities, uh, appraisal districts, would shift to using blockchain technology mm-hmm. to where the title company can communicate with these different entities in real time and speed up the actual closing process, the title process itself from beginning to end. That's So when you talk about the, the future, and I, I think that's where it'll go, where everything really can be, you know, digi- you know digital online. Uh, from beginning to end. Oh, I totally agree because, I mean, as far as title company, you know, we don't get so-called paid a lot for each transaction. I mean, the policy is very minimal. Um, so it's all about how many transactions we do. And I know from y'all being in the tax industry, um, the tax business as myself, we always do like, we need to do 100 tax returns <laughs> in two weeks, right? So it's the in same thing days. as for us. How do we need to do shit, how many transactions this week? Yeah. Um, and all moving like stop yeah. transactions yeah. at some point. Uh-huh. So we actually work with yeah. like I was yeah. there to get the title from in the So it's a volume business, and you know, real estate is crazy in Houston. Yeah. So, I mean, the faster we can get the research done, the examination done, the closer we can move on to the How next How much of that is a human person's responsibility versus electronic automation behind the scenes? Behind the scenes? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty much, it's all human. Okay. I mean, we have to have physically like do some research. We have some attorneys reviewing documents. Yeah. It's not just like okay, I wish we just put the documents ready to go. The address and we address. actually read like a lot of these documents yeah. as well because we need to like y'all send us a contract. We read it. D restrictions and who's paying like home warranties, D restrictions, who's paying what, who's paying. How many hours in the week right now? Ooh, how many hours in the week? part of it so I, I mean I like it I mean for me uh, real estate was is my passion mm-hmm. um, Agreed. some parts of it so I'm glad I had to experience you little bit of everything so I yeah. know the whole aspect of it I was just doing some some research here um, and from what it's, it's saying obviously right now I know y'all are all feeling it but you know real estate sales here have been been on a, on an increase mm-hmm. pretty much due to demand, you know, coming out of COVID, things of that nature. Um, but one of the things that I see that is interesting is that it's, it's picking up in different uh, COVID hotspots is what they've been saying. So what do y'all think that's... What do you mean as far as the... Says home sales uh, based on from Taylor Morrison are strongest in Texas, Arizona and other coronavirus hotspots. Gotcha. So, Why do we always hate on us? Why do we have to be coronavirus? <laughs> 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 
time or land in some place so we can expand more. Uh, Taylor Morrison, that's a new home builder. Yeah. So they're, they're looking at it from a new home sales. They just think our price is right. Like, like prices, they're not like we looking at the the not market. like California or New York. I mean, our mm-hmm. prices are right, and we just as a big city as both, right? So I don't know. It's yeah. just, so with that, if y'all are looking to move to Houston, contact us. I got my frat brothers like in Kansas and mm-hmm. they moved all over after graduation. But I have people from Chicago calling me like, hey, kid, I know that you're involved in real estate. You know a lot. I see that you post stuff about investment properties, flipping homes. Even though I'm in California or Chicago or Kansas, I still want to get involved in Houston because right. it seems like y'all know what y'all doing. The price is right and it's a little bit easier as far as the real estate transaction to happen. Um, so I get people call from all over. like, And I tell them, like, man, you're not even in, in Texas. You're not even in Houston. Why you want to invest in real estate? Like, man, Stop I feel like. So I get calls all the time from all over the U.S. asking, "What are we doing here in the Houston market?" Um, so I got some leads for y'all as well. I had a professor in, uh, when I was at AM who, who talked about the Houston market itself. Like this is this is twenty years ago. He said Houston will be a true megalopolis. You have, you know, cities that are metropolitan. Houston in he said in fifty years will be a megalopolis. And it's because of a a number of factors. Spell that for me. (laughs) Megalopolis. Megalopolis. That's where we're poised to go. But just you know, because of the the job industry here, the the stability of the economy, the proximity of the coast, shipping. We got oil. The, so um, another city he said was like a megalopolis was like um, he said to- like Tokyo, and Houston is poised to be one of those uh, great cities that where you at, at some point our population um, as a whole as far as like the, the Houston Harris County area will eclipse a, a lot of other major cities in the United States. So interesting stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I think you know, going into the future, um, especially here in Houston. I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of opportunity. I mean, you know, there's land near freeways that's not even being you know taken down yet. So it's it's an opportunity for us to really start building up as opposed to wide. Absolutely, because we've done that for so long. And um, so I mean, it's it's definitely a a good be interesting where we go in the future. Yeah. With real estate, and he makes me in taxes. What else y'all need? We're gonna sign up for him. Absolutely, like you know these these new structures. I think they need to start building uh, more of them with like solar panels. You know, I mean, we took that road trip uh, to Denver. I mean, think about the the wind farms. Yeah. You know, I was talking about my roof, but then like a freaking big ass bandaid on my roof. It, it, it could be more attractive. I, I think it's you know the, the solar industry along with like the wind, you know, the wind turbines. You know, it can it's going to grow out. I feel like it's it's real early as far and the technology hasn't all the way caught up. You know, with where it's going to eventually catch up to as far as energy efficiency. You we we, we have to begin and seal, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to see where we go with that. Yeah, no doubt. Certainly, certainly. Well, certainly. all right. Well, um, it's about that time. Guys, it's, it's about, it's about to, it says Y'all can time. Y'all the panel if need be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told well, y'all to chase the money. 
That's right. That's right. She's got a, she's got some appointments, man. And so, but I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Money Talk. And uh, we had a great time with, with Kip Edwards. Thank we'll you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, so whenever, whenever you want to, we can expand it. We got a, a lot of cool things going on. And, um, you know, so next Wednesday, tune in. And um, same time, same place. Uh, same bad channel. Yeah, we just get better and better each week. So, real quick, before we uh, end it, uh, let the listeners know where they can uh, look you up if they need to. Yes, actually, y'all, y'all can reach me directly. I know um, we was talking earlier. Somebody said, "Don't put your title as owner because you're gonna get a lot of phone calls and discounts." I don't do discounts. <laughs> y'all call me anytime. Um, I got a wealth of knowledge, and I have a lot of people to reach out to. But you can reach me directly at eight three two. 984-4056 or you can email me at kip at paralandtitle.com and I usually respond anytime so whether it's after hours, weekends, whatever The man said he don't sleep so, so I mean there's your answer right Let's get it. Thank y'all so much <laughs> Appreciate you for coming. Thank you guys. Remember you're one flip away. Bam! Got <laughs> <laughs> to go. Love y'all <laughs> uh, That was awesome. Appreciate you for coming That's out. It. Absolutely We officially are working back Bam!